live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwa. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwa. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. It's him. And long gone! Oh, baby, what a shot from T.R.A. Jennings. A no-doubter over the left field wall. They stormed all the way back from 18 down here to the Horn Frogs trailing at half to take Texas 65-60. It's TCU fight here today. You can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win. Kansas 87, West Virginia 63. What an incredible night. Coons takes the inbounds and the Red Raiders win it 72-41. to Penetrates, had it knocked loose by Goldwire. Flagler dives, got it back. Stolen by Jacob Groves. Pick six. He dunks it. Matt Meyer with three seconds will drive it and dunk it. The Sooners are going to have to inbound it. But Oklahoma has knocked off the champions. And the Sooners are headed to the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament. Yeah. Turn it up, Teach. Uh, nah, that's a, just going to win ball games, that's all. I'm worried about the crazy little women. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm on the mezzanine level of the team hotel. Looking over snowy. Well, the snow has stopped here, but it's still snow-covered Kansas City. What a day today, huh? you got the women's quarterfinals, and the Sooners are right out of the chute in game one. 11 a.m. today, OU Kansas. Two teams that have split the regular season matchups with each winning on the other's home floor. And Kansas just beat OU in Norman on Saturday. 11 a.m. today, very important game for Oklahoma. They are teetering on that 4-5 line according to Bracketology. Top four seeds get to host first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Oklahoma needs a win today to try to solidify their case. 11 a.m. And tonight, very last game of the day, 8.30 tonight, the men's semifinals for the first time since Buddy Heald banked in a shot against West Virginia that didn't count from half court. OU is in the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament. They get Texas Tech tonight, the three-seed. Another top 10 team tonight at 
All right, here's what Porter had to say. This is the press conference after the game. It's about eight minutes of audio. Coach, after a 72-67 win over Baylor last night. No, really happy for the guys that stick with us and be resilient. You know, um, you know, we when we lost Elijah Harkless, it, we found out like the day before, I think it was the Iowa State game, and it kind of took us by surprise. And, and now we've regrouped. We've regrouped. And we've won four in a row, and we're confident, we're hot. Um, that was a huge win for us, and we had to, you know, we, people kind of countered us out, and we started one at a time, beating Oklahoma State and West Virginia. They had to go to Kansas State on their senior night, and now this. But it, it's a testament to these, this group on how close they're becoming, how close they're becoming, and how resilient they're becoming of blocking out all the outside noise and just trying to focus in on what we need to do to win games. Porter, congratulations. Uh, Eric Baylor with the Tulsa World. Just down the stretch, those last four minutes, you called the timeout after you know Jordan was cramping and they had the back-to-back baskets after press. Just talk about what you told the team and just the way they executed those last four minutes. Well, first of all, it's good to see the Oklahoma media. I don't think I've seen you since my press conference. We've been doing Zoom for so long, so it's good to see you guys. Um, you know, I, I think... Uh, you know, we, we, with Jordan out, like we were just, we had Marvin in some press spots late game that we haven't had. Um, and we did some things and um, just taking care of the ball, meeting every pass. We were, were a little passive, like the one, like Mo was way better the next two times. He caught it and just kind of watched the trap. And it is, their trap is big. I mean, you got 6'9, six, 6'9 nine, six, nine trapping. So we did a much better job getting it in and getting it out of that corner right away better um, as we went. But our message was just stay the course, you know, stay down uh, um, and not just give them baskets. We had a lead and we, we gave them back-to-back baskets of the turnover. And then from that point on, we took care of the ball. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to use that timeout. Um, I was hoping they would stop it, but I get it. I, I get what the official said to me. She goes, you guys were getting trapped. I can't take it out of a trap. And I'm like, well, why not? <laughs> I, I, it sounds good to me to, to get out of a trap if he's cramping. Um, but uh, it, was, it was probably the right call, so I had to use that timeout. And uh, I thought our guys regrouped after that and uh, did some nice things getting it out. I thought Jordan and Mo made two key plays you know, late. Um, baskets. We tried to have long possessions, space it. When you're when you're up so hard on you, you know, Mo and Jordan both were able to drive it, and uh, both had nice baskets that were, that were really good good plays for us. Extreme right. Hey, Porter, appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Uh, seems like Mo's done a much better job this season of putting the ball on the deck. And is it almost fitting that he was able to deliver that dagger with the layup as opposed to a three-point shot? And what have you seen out of him in terms of his growth this season? I, I thought of that so much because we've had some close games where we settled for that three instead of going downhill. And I know he wanted it. He was, he was, I mean, he was setting up that step back. And for him to kind of get it leaning and go downhill was just a great growth spot for him. And also, it makes him more dangerous. It makes him more dangerous to be able to go downhill and, and to be able to finish in there. Okay, let's move to our left. Yeah, Barry Tram with the Oklahoma. Porter, when you see somebody like Ethan play the kind of game he did tonight and Jacob, these two guys that haven't always been in the spotlight, what does, that, what does that do for you as a coach, knowing how far the team's come, especially, as you said, without Elijah? Well, for them to, to continue to stay with it. They've had some games where they got more minutes than others. And for them to stay the course, stay with it, stay positive. You know, Ethan's passing ability is, I mean, unbelievable for us on our team. It gives us a different look. Um, I think he hit Marvin for a cut. He hit Jake on a back cut. I mean, just to be able to have a guy play through that, and when, especially when a team's out pressuring you. You know, we, we were talking about so much having to cut. And uh, 
and then Jacob to stay with it to have the game he had and you have to be deep. I've, I've talked about this for so long. We have to develop deeper. And, man, these, these, we're getting more contributions. I mean, the guys up here, our guys came off the bench, and we're completely crucial to us winning this game today. And, um, and I, that's the thing that, God, I could just hear Coach Majera say right now, you know, in his Wisconsin accent, you know, starting's for high school. You know, get your mind right, come in. Get your mind in the game before your body. Get your mind in. And these guys came in, you know, he was starting, but he's been both these guys pretty much all year and just really happy for them. And it's great for our team the way, the way they're playing. We will stay on coaches left here. Yeah, Ratch having SI Seniors. Porter, 10 minutes left in the game. Can you talk specifically about Jacob and Jalen, what they gave you defensively, especially as Baylor kind of came back on that run? And then, real quick, looking forward to tomorrow. Tech and Iowa State, those are the two games you said before coming out here that those are the only two you felt like you were really in or not in in the second half. Mm-hmm. So what do you have to do to turn those around, whoever the opponent is? The first part of your question, I thought Jacob's, Jacob's defense has, has come so far. I mean, he had so many good level offs. And and I, I just it's just he's getting his technique, he's getting his head back, he's getting his length in there, he's trusting it. Um, I think they only got ice at one time, right? Yeah. Went to the right. I mean, they they try. They, so it's really helped us. His his man to man defense is is really really improved, and it's helped our team. Um, as far as the other game, we'll see who you play. I mean, we were just, you know, I just dove all into. Um, I have assistants that are that are on, on the advanced scout for those. I'll dig in later. I just was totally consumed about Baylor. We'll see who wins this game. We're ready to go. We're ready to keep chasing. Okay, now on the right, coach. Right, Matt Lively, Casey, and Waco. How do you think uh, your guy Gibson feels knocking off his hometown team? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you know. Uh, to me, that'll be, I'm sure, secondary. That's a secondary beautiful thought for him. He's been so locked in, like, let's just win one more at a time. You know, let's just keep staying in this conversation because um, we want to play in this postseason. And uh, to see what this team's done, you know, with probably the hardest schedule in the country to beat again another. I mean, this could very well could be, it could have been a top seed in the tournament. You know, they're a one line. You know, we've beaten a couple, three or four top four lines, you know, to prove that we can beat the best teams in the country. And uh, that's what I think most thinking about. Um, I think tonight when he gets back and showers, he sits back, he's going to love that he did that. But I know Mo, he's, he's thinking about let's win another one. Let's keep going. We're playing, we're, we're, we're playing more after this tournament. Closing questions now, again, on the right side. Jesse Crittenden, Norman Transcript. Porter, uh, you had seven different guys hit a three. You hit 11 threes in total. Just how complete of a performance was this from you guys offensively? It was great. And I think a lot of them came unassisted, came, came assisted, you know, and inside out. I mean, having skips, Marvin skipped one. I mean, I think Ethan skipped one. And, you know, uh, Mark Jordan did. And, um, you know, I think we had 18 assists. We had 18 assists. I thought we kind of went downhill and got it out. And we just got to clean up the turnovers. We, we, we. I walked in the locker room, and you know, I walked in. The first thing I said is, "What do you guys got?" And in unison, they go, "Got to take care of the ball." Like they, they, they know, they know. We just, they, everyone wants to do, do well so bad. We, we sometimes get rushed. We just got to settle down because we do, we can pass and we can cut. And if we're knocking down shots like that, we're very dangerous. Anything else? Okay, last question, guys, over here on the left side. Yeah, Porter, you, most speculation said you needed to win twice up here to be sure of the NCAA. Do you worry about that, or do you think, hey, we got, we got halfway there? What are your thoughts? Our, our first and foremost thoughts, we came here to win this. But to win twice, I mean, look at our strength of schedule. 
Look at our net. Look at every, every rating on that. How many teams have three or four wins in the top four line? We just knocked off one of the top teams in the country on the, on the one line. Could have very well been in there. So um, I know our case for our team. Um, I, we're in the hardest conference in the country. Um, we have the hardest schedule in the country. We schedule up. Our, our, our ratings, our Ken Palm, our net, everything is elite. It's, and so but I, so I'll, I'll be ready to talk on that. We're focused on winning this tournament. We're focusing on that, and that's what, our, that's what our mind and our focus is on. All right, Coach, Ethan, and Jacob, thank you for coming. Uh, I will, uh, I, I'll uh, make Coach's case for him uh, quickly here. And I'm going to try to put together a graphic. To oh, put you out. think you've got a resume? You think I you've can... got a resume? Uh, I'm going to try try to. Uh, of the 16 teams on the bubble, according to Lenardi, his, that includes his last four buys, last four in, first four out, next four out. OU right now is among the first four out. So those 16 teams are... Uh, Miami, Rutgers, Michigan, and Notre Dame. Those are your last four buys. Last four in are Wyoming, Wake Forest, Xavier, and Indiana. Big win for Indiana last night. First four out, SMU, Dayton, Vatek, and OU. Next four out, BYU, VCU, Texas A&M, and Virginia. So of those 16 teams, OU has the third highest net. They're at 38 this morning. They have the second most quad one and two wins. OU now has 10 quad one and two wins. Only Wyoming, ironically, has more. They've got 11, which is surprising to me. And they have the second highest strength of schedule, eighth. Only Michigan has a higher strength of schedule. So of the 16 teams, the third highest net, the second most quad one and two wins, and the second highest strength of schedule. So I I guess I just don't understand the math. Like he's – I don't know exactly what he's looking at that has him put OU where they are. Now, the team's got to go focus and win the game, all that kind of stuff. We're just doing a sports radio show here, folks. So save your texts about when and you don't have to worry about – I get it. Okay, we got three hours a day. We're talking, but I'd I'd love to know exactly. Well, if he would point out, well, this is why I've got. Oh, you is it the record? Is it the conference record? Maybe, maybe it's only going seven and eleven in conference play. Maybe that's it. But those are three powerful metrics right there: net, quad one and two wins, strength of schedule, and you know. They're in great shape in all of them. And playing Tech tonight's not going to hurt that, by the way, even if you lose. So we'll see. I, I do think that there is a chance that the committee has Oklahoma in a different spot than, than the bracketologists do. I, it's, that's a dangerous supposition to make because these guys are usually pretty dead on. But. I'm looking at this going, it doesn't make sense why you got them where you got them. So. What do you think, TJ? They need another one? To feel 100% confident, yes. But 
in my opinion, no, they don't. I think they've done enough. I think in this conference, the wins that they have, the uh, top 15 wins, which you just went over all of that, I don't think they do. I think they're deserving. You're going to look at, so if they don't get in, say they lose uh, to Tech tonight and they, they don't get in, you're going to look at other teams in this tournament and say, oh, you deserved in over them. So, um, for me, no, they don't need another one. But if they get that that one, then you don't even have to be concerned on Sunday. It's 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 a done deal. Yeah, yeah. If they lose tonight and get in, Dayton seems like a pretty likely destination. You love Dayton this time of year. You've always said that. I've always said that. I am definitely on the record. I'm a big Dayton fan. <laughs> I have actually been to Dayton, and why is there a commercial playing right now? What's that? What's that? Let me, uh, let me, Geico commercial. Get out of here. I have been to Dayton an inordinate amount of times. There is a very cool Air Force museum there. My dad took me to a lot when we lived in Indiana. Break time, folks. We're getting very, very close to a live appearance from Kevin Henry. And everybody has their eyes out for Jack. We have not yet seen him. Fingers crossed. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. They'll bring you the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands in listing commissions. And this month, Terry will list your home for free if you're buying and selling a home. Give him a call. Ask about the special for the month of March if you're looking to uh, list your home and perhaps make an upgrade like Lincoln Riley did. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. That was rough seeing that official yesterday. I was out Wednesday in a bidding war with Lincoln. Yeah. And... You know, there was just some things with that house that I said I can't, I can't take it to the next bid, and I, I finally let him have it. And I said, "You're take a man it, of dude. principles. Take it, dude. I don't like the circle drive. It's not big enough. The sauna room isn't really uh, the the style that I was looking for. I was knew I was going to have to just bust that out and do something else with that room. And I said, you know what? Take it. Just take it." I uh, would like to mention that TJ did admit with photographic evidence last night that he does have an indoor basketball court in his house as well. So I have added that to my list. <laughs> yes, I have an indoor. I do have an indoor I basketball it, it court. It was very ostentatious for you to post video of that. Most people can't afford things like that, dude. Right. That's amazing. It's a it's a very nice court, like an NBA player or something. Yeah. Well, you know, just the little just things recap, in life. Lake house, two boats, circle <laughs> drive, gargoyles, two living rooms, seventy inch TVs, his own stock company. He hires his Christmas lights to be hung. He rides in limos. He uses only McDonald's with digital displays. <laughs> Ride in limos. His son has a four wheeler. He uses Lululemon bags for his boat. Son does not ride the school bus. Two brush hogs. He eat out every Saturday, both meals. <laughs> he and his wife eat salmon and steak 
He eats caviar on cruises. Son sleeps in a queen-sized bed, and he now has an indoor basketball court. <laughs> How much are we paying this guy, folks? <laughs> Questions got to be asked. My kid paid for the indoor court himself with allowance. Jeez. So I, I wasn't even responsible for that. I, that's I wasn't even responsible for that. How about that flex, though? Yeah. Yeah. It was impressive. <laughs> it was a good dunk. It was a good dunk. Uh, by the way, that's all I hear behind me. Um, am I, that's directly behind my recliner, and that's all I hear constantly. We had uh, a Dr. J goal. Yeah. Then a Larry Bird goal in our house. And my brother and I, I mean, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I had the Wayman Tisdale turnaround fadeaway behind the recliner that was impossible to stop. I mean, you just had to hope I missed. There was nothing you could do about it. <laughs> he did it last night, and he's like, hey, come film me do this dunk, and you can put it on the Facebook. I was like, all right, I'll film it for you. Seatbelt uh, Henry has been spotted. He's in the house? Is he with Jack? I have not seen Jack yet, but Seatbelt is here. Uh, a couple of texts here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, this texter says, I'm late to the show, but it appeared like a decent OU crowd this year. Well, we did a, a good job congregating most of our people right behind the bench. So, uh, maybe more than maybe a little more than normal. Now, there were some fans spread around the arena too. I'd agree. We had some we had a good number there last night. This texter says, "I kid you not. At the 12-minute mark of the second half, I looked at my wife and told her, "We're going to win." And Jacob Groves will be the player of the game. If only wow. my other predictions would come true. <laughs> Nostradamus. Holy cow. Way to go. Question. When we hear Drake on the air during games, does that mean that Toby is on a bathroom break? I love listening to y'all. Best radio show ever. Boomer, Tracy, and Burleson, Texas. No. Not a bathroom break. Drake, Drake reads our liners coming out of breaks. Uh, one, three, five, seven, and nine. Aloha, Beaches. Uh, Kevin, how about that offensive performance in the first few minutes? Can you break it down? Hmm. That's a pretty good Drake right there. Uh, peas in a pod. You sure it's not the before and after picture? Be nicer, hmm. okay? Hmm. Be nicer. Oh, that's comparing you. And Talking Gold about okay, and, you and Goldwire. Okay, me and Goldwire. I was like, what's that about? Very similar, tightly wound athletes. Low, 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 low. Like zero body fat. Uh, this last one I'll give you here. This segment says, uh, "Hope you make it to muni- muni- municipal auditorium. Municipal auditorium." Yeah. Really cool old venue. You'll appreciate it, Toby. Wanted to meet you yesterday, but weather and roads were not good. Love the show and always listen to the radio broadcasts. Yeah, I hope so, too. Now, I've been over there uh, several times. They used to play the NAI National Tournament there. Um, it is. I was telling Kevin last night, it is a very cool arena. Who Kind of Hoosiers old school balcony feel to it. So, uh, hopefully it works out, but. I'm starting to have my 
doubts since I have not heard from Porter yet that we're going to be able to make that work today. But Let's go knock crossed. on his door during a commercial break. Now I'm going to let him sleep. No, trust me, he's not sleeping. I was going to say, he has not been to sleep and he will not sleep. He's been up grinding on video <laughs> since right. 4 in the morning. Yeah. He went to bed at 3.30, woke up at 4 to start watching video again. So, All right, break time. When we come back, Kevin Henry joins us live from Kansas City. Sooners beat Baylor. They get Tech tonight. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back to Kansas City. Toby and TJ with you. Sooners beat Baylor last night. They get tech tonight. We're joined now by our color analyst, Seatbelt Henry. I don't know. I'd say four to five times you were up last night. You think that's a safe? Yeah, probably. Do you know when you get up, or is it like a subconscious thing? Subconscious. First time, like the first – before the first media timeout. Hey, we start off on a 7-0 run. No, we did, but uh, that Joe, was huge. Joe is elbowing me on the side. He's like, look at your boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, hey, it's a postseason. We don't make him wear the seatbelt in postseason. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Oh, man, you had a night to sleep on it now. What do you, you think about last night? I thought it was good, Toby. When you have seven different guys make three-point shots, I mean, that's, that's how you win a basketball game. Only had three turnovers in the second half. I'm sure you went down all the stats, but – Thought the guys played well, and uh, you know, in in postseason tournament type situations like this, you got to have guys step up. And I thought Jacob Groves was unbelievable. I mean, he played Who was the, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he played he played incredible. I mean, he was he was one of the if you had to say you know put your finger on a difference maker in that ball game, especially in the second half. I mean, yeah. he was it. I mean, he hit a big three, a big steal right there at half court, and just dunked it. Uh, just just some big time plays by him, and and. But again, that's what you gotta have to to beat teams like Baylor. You know what my favorite Jacob Groves memory was last night is uh when he wedged it? Yes. Yeah. And then came right back. Didn't like blink. you gotta badly miss a shot to wedge it. Yeah. You never wedged one. You were too good of a shooter. You gotta be way off to wedge a basketball. Comes right back and shoots the next one and knocks the bottom out of it. Nailed it. And and that's what I they... wouldn't have shot for three games after I wedged one. <laughs> Yeah, I would have been so embarrassed. Well, we talked about it at the break. You know, that's just a, it's embarrassing. You throw it up there and it gets wedged. And then, you know, you got a manager having to jump with their climb on the net and <laughs> to get the ball down. None of the guys wanted to touch it. I think they thought, hey, if I touch it, it might happen yeah, to me no, next. Don't look at Jacob. Don't yeah. look at him. Uh. <laughs> so, it, it, and then you, to come out right after that, that timeout, to come right back the very next possession and shoot a, another shot, that takes some confidence. What is the difference so they're playing Tech tonight. The last team to beat them was Tech. That was a humiliating night in Lubbock. They got just boat raced out there. TJ, pardon my language. Uh, what's the difference between this team now? I hit and the delay. Thank you. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I, Why are they playing so much better? Well, there's several things. They're taking care of the ball much better. Remember how many turnovers we had that game? Just didn't take care of the ball and. We weren't connected on the defensive end. I think this group has has been in and out of their connectivity uh, on on defense, and that was a stretch where they were just not connected. Uh, meaning, when I say connect, you got to have help side defense. You got to you know follow all your principles and things like that. When they the way that the Sooners guard ball screens, Toby, that yeah. they they have to have 
rim protection. You have to adjust. You have to make those those uh, slides over there into the paint to get there. If you don't, then you can't guard the ball screen like that. And two guys on the ball usually can you know keep their mind in the game enough to say, hey, this is what I need to do right here. My, the point guard, whoever's coming off the ball screen, the post player, the guy that's setting the ball screen, they're really actively involved. But if you're guarding a guy deep in the corner, it's easy to kind of lose your focus and, 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 and fall asleep over there. So these guys have done such a better job of having that rim protector there, having that other guard in the help side at, at, at the, the Big 12 logo right there. And they've done a good job of that. So there's a lot of reasons that we could pinpoint. But, I mean, that's the, the biggest. They're guarding and they're taking care of the basketball. You follow the bracketology and stuff closely at all? A little bit. Yeah. A, a little bit. Not a whole lot. How you feel? You, th- you think they're in after I, last night? I do. Doesn't matter what happens tonight? I don't think so. I think their resume, and, and Porter talked about it after the game with all the quad ones and twos and, you know, the strength of schedule and all the net and stuff like that. I mean, eyeballs matter, and that committee yeah. watched that game. And so, I mean, the Sooners are playing some really good basketball right now. So, you know, would another one really help us? Absolutely. But I think from just where we are day and, and you went down the list of some of them this morning uh, where the Sooners stand with all the bubble teams, I feel good. I do too. I do. I I would feel better if these these guys who are paid to do this would agree with me. You know, like Jerry Palm still doesn't even have them on the radar, like even among bubble teams or anything. Which so I'm having a hard time figuring it out why they have them where they have them. But boy, it just seems like there's so much to like. All right, Tech tonight. We were sitting courtside last night. We've watched them. Uh, this team is is uh, when they run out, they're just eye popping how huge they are. And uh, obviously, these two teams split the regular season matchups to blow out games. Oh, you got after them in Norman. Tech returned the favor in uh, Lubbock. What do you feel like supporting tonight? Well, you mentioned how big they are. They're not just you know they're they're tall, they're long, but they're also strong. And yeah. they, they look like they live in the There's weight room. There's not a scrawny one in the bunch, is no. there? No. And, and you think about it, you know, Baylor's got a couple of freshmen in their starting lineup or, or, you know, top six guys. They're long, athletic, probably pros. But they hadn't been in the weight room yet. No. These dudes have been in the weight room. They've lived in the weight room. And, and you talk Are about- you claiming that they're on steroids? <laughs> no. TJ, is that what it sounds like he's saying to you? They're just they're, – they're thinking about it. Those, those guys are, are – veterans yeah. and it's it's different when you play veterans versus they newcomers. are all old they're old we kevin look- o'banner bryson williams i mean these guys have played multiple colleges they've been around the block quite a bit and so that's going to be you know one of those things that you got to dig deep and block them out and we talked about guard rebounding early in that ball game mo mo's got a rebound jordan goldwire's got a rebound this is where they'll miss a guy like elijah harkless because he was so tough and he could get you 10 rebounds if he needed to so I, I just think it, it's going to be a hard uh, hard game to play, but I like the fact that the Sooners got ran out of the gym the last time they played. They, when they were in Lubbock, the Sooners got ran out of the gym, and, and people remember that. The Sooners remember that, and Tech remembers that, and they're thinking, you know, this team, we just blew them out. And that's that's exactly where you want their mind to be when you go into this game today. i got to find my notes uh, before tonight from the last time they played, but uh, they are like 24-24, 23-23. It's like a – service academy team or BYU you know they're all men uh and I don't think they play everybody that plays for them is 22 to 24 years old basically and 6'5 to 6'8 yeah except for Nadolny he's 6'3 he's the smallest guy that they play out there so 
Um, well, that was fun, man. We haven't come up here and had a lot of success in this tournament in several years, so that felt good to my soul last night. It was good. It was so so much fun, and, and just so excited for the guys and the, you know the joy that they played this, especially the second half with, and and uh, and then obviously post game. And so let's just keep riding this wave and see mm-hmm. see how far it can go. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe this will be a mo game tonight. Everybody had his back last night. Maybe he'll get free and catch fire. Catch fire. Yeah. Throw, throw a bunch of them. And Tanner Tanner didn't really do much last night. He's fresh. He scored the first five. Oh, that's a good point you make. He scored the first five points, second half, and that's it. And really didn't play. Isn't that interesting that he went with uh, Shag down the stretch last night? Well, Ethan was in so much foul, uh, or Tanner. Tanner was in so much foul trouble that Ethan got the nod, and and the guys were rolling. The guys yeah. were rolling. They were playing good. I mean, our stat sheets didn't show plus minus, but, I mean, Ethan was really good last night. I mean, he made great plays, great passes, scored a little bit when he needed to. I mean, just he, he made the right winning plays. And so when you when you see that as a coach and you're watching your group out there play, you're like, this group's going doing great. Let's keep keep rolling with them. You know, the, the bind that Ethan Shagwa puts a defense in is you give him the ball at the top of the key, which Porter does a lot, and – the defense is going to give him some space because he's not—he's a thirty-three percent three-point shooter. You're not going to get up on that guy, but he's—he's he's a six-ten, like point guard skilled passing ability. And he sees over the defense, yeah. and there's no when you talk about passing, uh, guarding guys that can pass. You got to get up on them. You got to take away their sight lines. You got to take away—you know—you get get your hands going and stuff like that. Well, the post player's not on them because they're so far back, and so he's able to see the floor like no other. And so he can just find guys. And Jacob Groves to Jalen Hill, those guys are doing some big time cutting. They're making cuts, and those are winning plays. We talked about it. that's not in the playbook. That's just being a basketball player. You know, yeah. we talk about teaching guys—you know—plays or teaching them how to play. Well, this group is learning how to play at this point. Making those back cuts is big. All right, man. Uh, great job last night. Thanks for getting up early today, setting your alarm, and joining us on the show early this morning. Just woke. Just no. Just boom. no alarm. No alarm needed. Yep. Just told the body, got to get up and do the show, and bam, body listened. That's it. All right. That's my man, Tej. You got any questions for Seatbelt? No questions. I just I know he doesn't have Twitter, so I went ahead and uh, tagged him in a tweet. Let everyone know that he said, uh, you know, those guys were on steroids. So yeah, I, I put Thank it out you. there yeah, for you, Kevin, that. since you don't have social media. Thank you. Make sure Mark Adams gets tagged on that. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure he will. And Jeff Axton. Jeff Axton. Make sure he gets tagged on and that. And their strength coach that was hooping with us that, that night, that manager game. Ooh, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you put him in a body bag, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, that's Woo-hoo. it. No wonder they were so mad at us out there in Lubbock. No manager game here, though. I See, I think that's a mistake. I brought that up at <laughs> dinner a couple of nights ago. I think there should be a manager's Big 12 tournament. On, you know, Tuesday night yeah. down here, put a bracket up and everything. You know how many injuries there would be in that thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, They're not making it through multiple six, games. Seven. No, and, and Tech rolls out their 6'7", 285, you know, academic advisor that, you know, is part-time coach over yeah. there. Wait, are you saying the academic advisor is on steroids too? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kev. Appreciate yep. it. All right. Kevin Henry, everybody. You can hear him tonight, 8 o'clock pregame for OU and Texas Tech in the Big 12 semifinals. We'll hit some of your text messages next. We'll be back. 
This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. Terry and Jackie will list your home for free in the month of March if you're buying and selling a home. If you want more information on that, give Terry or Jackie a call, 405-361-3380, or visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Happy birthday to one Drake Dyken today. Whoa! 40, 40 the big 4-0, 40 years big old today. today you He's say. turning 40 today. Wow. And, uh, Happy birthday. That seem right. Celebrating seem with barbecue and basketball. What a day he's got today. He's got the old game. twin bill today, That's right. Teach. That's the, right. The double header. He will be engineering the first and last game of the day in Kansas City in two different arenas. I remember when he was just a young 15-year-old and he came to me and he said, I would love to intern with you because I want to be Michael Dean one day. And I said, I can make your dreams come true. Come with me, young one. That's exactly how the conversation went. Hmm. 40, uh, you say? 40. I think he's 40. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 12 bathrooms in Lincoln's new house. He was meant to be in California. Could you imagine Barry Switzer buying a house with 12 bathrooms? No. (laughs) That's from Frank. Wow. Uh, Barry's house is pretty big. It might have 12 <laughs> bathrooms. Bob's house might have 12 bathrooms. Let's hold on to insulting the 12 bathrooms, okay? Yeah, let's don't be throwing shit. I've got 11 in my house because we just put one in the indoor basketball court, so that made 11. So, I mean, Barry may have 12. 11 what what does anyone bathrooms. need with 12 bathrooms? I saw that when it was listed, and I'm like, yep. do you know how much toilet paper that takes to supply that many bathrooms? 12 rolls. At least, yeah. yeah. You, you would want that one extra just in case you <laughs> ran out somewhere. Could you imagine, like, hey, uh, how the bathroom's looking on toilet paper? I don't know. Let me go restock it. I'll be back tomorrow. Such a ridiculous house. Uh, good for him. He can afford it. It's beautiful. We're all jealous. Then Colin Cowherd, only the best for my coach. Shut up. Oh, did he post something yesterday? Yeah, only the best for my coach. That was his quote tweet for that house. Right. He's, you know he's trolling you, right? I know, but he sucks me in because I can't stand <laughs> Colin Cowherd. I've still got the challenge out for the steel cage fight with him. Haven't heard from him. I don't think that's a good idea. For who? Him or me? You. For you. You're telling me Colin Cowherd could take me in a steel cage match? I don't think I'm Colin Cowherd. I'm training Taekwondo. I don't think Colin Cowherd necessarily has any fighting acumen whatsoever. But I know how fragile and injury prone you are these days. <laughs> injury prone. <laughs> so I think you need to challenge him in another way other than combat. Fine. I'll bring my wife and let her fight him in the steel cage, there okay? You go. Now, now we got a winner. 
Now we got a winner. Uh, good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Let's get another W today. Boomer. Sooner. Uh, this one just says Ratford. Was that the baseball, maybe? Radford. That, oh, was that it. is it. Thank yeah. you. This says Radford. Radford. Radford, yes. The Radford play-by-play guy and I almost scrapped Gosh, how are, in, Lu- in Louisville. How are our listeners so smart? How do they remember those things? Well, that was a memorable regional because uh, that's where the Whistler was. <laughs> oh, that's right. I went and sat in the crowd and interviewed the Whistler. Almost got in a fight with the Radford play-by-play guy. Uh, Pete got dismissed right after that. That was a memorable trip. Try not to get into any fights today. It's not an issue. I mean, these are my Big 12 brothers. Uh, so I got no yeah, problem. Hax is a little feisty in today's world, though. You might need to be careful. Hax is, Hax is like a lovable bulldog. Like you look at him, you look at his scrunched face and his bark, and you just can't help but go, "Look how cute he is." <laughs> hey, his guy, he's all bark, no bite. Hax wouldn't hurt a flea. All right, all right. Uh, last one here. Kansas should cheer for OU. From what I understand, cheering for Texas Tech gets you second looks at the pearly gates. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, top of the hour break, 8 o'clock. Keep them coming on the text line, 405-651-3439. Mark Williams going to join us live in the next hour. Back after this.